Hello. Hi. Hi, everybody. We're back with this time's Aura Talks. Hope you're still listening to us. Um, this one's all about our all-women workshop crew. Woohoo! From dreaming to designing to facilitating to adapting to every context that comes our way. I think there's been a lot of major efforts gone into this, mm-hmm. and I thought it was time that the workshop crew talks a little bit about what's been going on. But before that, I would love to introduce somebody, our special, special person called Valentine. Hello. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, my name is Valentine, and I'm one of the most recent additions to the team. So I came to hear about this project because uh, I've already worked with Sudi in the past and I was meeting up with her and I was well, I wanted to share things that had nothing to do with it and she was looking at me with this intense look at her <laughs> eyes and she just pounced on me and was like, Valentin, we need to talk about a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, tell me about the thing. <laughs> and then she was like, there's this project and it's really cool and I have a vision but you need to bear with me because there's like a long explanation so yeah. can, I, can I give it to you? Are you ready for it? And I was like, yeah, go for it. I'm all up for it. And then she explained it all to me and the more I heard about it and the cooler it sounded and even though I wasn't exactly sure how I could plug into this project, I was really aligned with what it was trying to achieve and um, later on I got a call from Dunby and we had a lovely conversation and we basically came to the conclusion that I could help with designing workshops because that's something I'd done with Sudi in the past and that I like to do. So that's what I've been doing. I've been helping out. And Thank you, Valentine. Yeah. Valentine. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, I'd just like to start with what was the origin of this workshop and how did it come about and how did we feel about it? So maybe Ahilia or Tina, one of you could start with it. So I think <clears throat> that in the beginning, we were all trying to find a way to get people on board with the project, but in a way that wouldn't be like a presentation format where we are in front of a PowerPoint and you're pointing. And then we thought that in Oroville, the land of workshops, yeah. I think workshops would be the most um, like, direct way to get to the people and kind of show the passion of the project in a very you know um dynamic sense so i think that's how it kind of started and from the get-go we realized that we needed to make it interesting and fun and appeal to many different kinds of audiences so i think that's pretty much what we did no (laughs) yeah i guess since we were kind of a new team in designing or facilitating workshops we decided to start with law school students any take on why that was the best option I feel like when we were taking the um, uh, survey, again, like uh, they're super young and they don't really know what they can offer. And they're kind of like, um, how do you say, insecure about that? Are they like skilled enough? And will people take them seriously? So one of our team members, German volunteer, um, Alina, she came up with this really cool idea. Uh, She wanted to have this workshop around unfolding your skills and, and getting to know your potentials. And that was our main motive. And then it grew into this whole other thing. Yeah. I guess we, de- we decided to have Law School as a first target audience because uh, we had a need to bring the youth together to understand the project and have more help and support by the youth. And uh, since we are the one that actually need a lot of support, it's a perfect platform for them to be in. And we wanted them to really be clear about what is the project and uh, give us p- feedback that could help them and could help us. 
and um, so it essentially felt like basically. a soft landing for us to yeah. start working on these efforts. Yeah, and honestly, I think also one point was that since it was the first time for us presenting a workshop, it was an easier target audience because yeah. <laughs> it was less intimidating, mm. and we had the chance to explore um, without fear. Yeah. So. So basically, after we did the workshop with Law School, we got a lot of feedback and that changed the way we were approaching workshops. The next one that we did was probably at Youth Center. Youth Center, yeah. So maybe yeah. you could talk about what was the shift? So with the Youth Center workshop, what uh, was a positive and like, basically what started as a surprise, we were expecting quite young people from the YC like network. And actually, we ended up with people, let's say the average age was in their 30s or something like that that's being mm. polite yeah <laughs> i'm visually impaired by the way so. <laughs> they were very mature blurs so. <laughs> so basically we had designed the workshop to make it quite accessible to the youth with these two aims of getting them to understand like in law school what they could contribute to another person and to someone who's in a difficult situation and also to make them understand that uh, it's not by throwing a platform into the world that a change will happen, that mm. it's also a shift that we that needs to come from people as individuals about their perspective on what they have and what they need and all that. So, uh, the, yeah, the surprise was that the people that showed up were older than we thought, but it actually went amazingly well. Mm. And there was quite, there was one highlight, which I shared with Ahelia, where we had this activity, the real deal happening at the end of the workshop and it went so well and people were genuinely connecting and taking really the time to talk to each other and taking the whole exercise very seriously mm. and people were discussing which dishes they were going to make for each other mm. and it was so cute and yeah. Ahilia and I were looking at the whole scene yeah. and I was tearing up I was like oh my god it was like doing it, it was like our work baby had just gone to college <laughs> it was like really yeah. sweet yeah, dude. and for who um, doesn't know what is the real deal the real deal is a exercise that we usually do at the workshop uh, that basically uh, people have to write on a paper their offerings and needs and after they've wrote it they pinch it on a line and people can go around and see all the offerings and they can choose what they need and they can exchange with the real deal. So after that, they make a, a status that they're going to meet and they decide the date and they decide what they're going to do together depending on their needs and the offerings. And uh, apparently uh, we've seen people and they actually did that. And mm -hmm. I'm one of the person that received a massage with that and I received French classes. Uh, so actually real deals are happening and, and yeah. it's the motivation that keeps on bringing us on this part of the workshop. So it was pretty clear from the youth center workshop that actually mixed crowds yield much more interesting deals and much more interest from the people. And it was also interesting to note that many of the adults that showed up were part of services or um, efforts that were similar, like PTDC, there was... Mm. Uh, Devna. Savi. Devna. Devna. There was Savi, Shivakumar from Savi. Mita there from was... the council, aka my aunt. We could see clearly that a lot of people came because either they wanted to support youth or they were part of a service and it made us realize that we shouldn't only focus on the youth. Yeah, yeah there was a very sweet actually sentence that many people that at their workshop said that uh, the reason why they decided to come it was because they were very happy to know that the youth was bringing a project mm -hmm. and they wanted to support us which mm -hmm. i find it is the best way to collaborate in our bit 
But moving on to the next workshop, I think it was the European workshop. European yeah. Pavilion. Yeah, European yeah, yeah. Pavilion workshop. <clears throat> what was our focus there and what were we trying to do in that one? So with the European Pavilion uh, workshop, we were aiming to get all the volunteers on board because they're the ones I think that are really ready to get into projects in Oroville because it's all very new to them. Um, and we were expecting quite a lot of people to come. A lot. <laughs> but it wasn't as much as we thought. Yeah. There was about, what, like 15 people or 15 so? 15 people, They were yeah. all volunteers also. And yeah. I guess it was Most disappointing in the beginning when you wait those agonizing mm. moments and avoid those people who were there. But mm. I don't know. I felt really nice afterwards. Yeah, Something it was shifted for me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think everyone who was there was really interested in giving a lot of feedback. Yeah. yeah. So I think it was the workshop where we had the most feedback. And then something that came up was that uh, we realized a lot of people had an issue with the whole valuation mm. uh, part of, of the project where people have to actually give a valuation to their offering. And a lot of people were like, why don't we just, you know, uh, leave that to the side. Let's just give offerings for free. And so then we realized that we have to actually work on doing an exercise with people so that they can see why valuation is important in the first place mm. and the kind of shifts we're making with how we see money instead of just a medium of exchange or how we can make our own valuation. Mm. Yeah, it was always a little bit difficult for us to understand and also for us to explain to people how the virtual credits comes into this platform. It's easy to see the exchange of needs and offerings, but the valuation is a bit more complex and touches upon a lot more uh, deeper roots, I think, yeah. linked to money. What came next? I think, <laughs> Valentin, you were on a row, ready to talk about the African Pavilion one. Yeah, so uh, with the African Pavilion, we were uh, trying to focus on uh, the valuation challenge to try mm -hmm. to figure out, uh, using the input of the participants, uh, which direction this could take. Uh, shout out to Ahilia for finding like an amazing Ooh. way oh, to yeah. work on that. Thanks, guys. God, that was such a brilliant idea. It was, yeah. So maybe Ahilia, would you like to talk about the valuation walk which you created and saved all of us? Oh, damn. <laughs> I would like to say also that she got sick that day and she came. She anyway. still came. Yes. Thank you, guys. Such yeah. a touching moment. So sweet. I love this team. Awesome. <laughs> so um, I was actually inspired by a workshop I had done. So I'm telling you, workshops and in inspires other workshops yeah. and so it was an exercise that we did called the privilege walk where we had mm. to see how uh, different uh, ranges of privilege according to who you are it's kind of hard to explain but what we did with the valuation walk was that we got people to choose an offering uh, and then all stand in a line and then I would ask them questions and if it applied to them then they would have to take a step forward so questions like does your offering take up a lot of time? Is your offering emotionally fulfilling to others? Um, is your offering something that um, requires a lot of material? And so these different kinds of questions to kind of realize where you stand. And then we saw this range, you know, someone who's offering a dance class might be coming in a little bit more ahead than someone who's offering um, just, you know, a singing jam session. So it was just nice to see the range and how it wasn't, um, um, how it wasn't money. based on uh, so much the whole monetary factor and how it's done, you know, in a capitalistic system. So. But it offered some other ways of valuing it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so how did you guys feel after the European, uh, sorry, African Pavilion workshop? I think that even though we tried a lot of things and again, when people come, it's quite nice. But how did you feel after that? So one, one thing we actually uh, realized after uh, finishing the session of this workshop is that there was a need to continue. 
and um, we actually had the need to come back to those people and keep them um, engaged engaged yeah. and uh, and we realized that we had to actually bring this to a larger target audience uh, different target audience also and so uh, when we think of how can we continue with this project once the uh, platform is launched we thought that we could uh, create a space where people can still come and do workshop and explore this um, new philosophy uh, in a practical way so how can we still be connected together and uh, meet and explore and exchange between the platform and also between just workshop so in a sense you're talking about a continued engagement and effort from all of your parts and that feels quite nice to hear that you're motivated to go ahead how do you feel personally about how you've grown through this because i have to say i'm so impressed at Heliantina, how much you've grown i remember yeah. in the beginning thinking oh my god is this the team we're all a bunch yeah, of teenagers we're, we're never going to take anything seriously <laughs> even Working the people didn't take us seriously in the yeah, beginning so dude i think that i've seen a lot of growing and it makes me feel like a mama hen i think Valentina yeah, and i talk about that feeling. often <laughs> i feel no. like ahilia and i make a really good team yeah. because like when i'm stuck up she's always got my back and when she's sick I She's always got her back. Like, it's amazing, dude. We're very good as a team. And Valentine is like uh, this person who is like always looking at the time and keeping everything intact. Worrying <laughs> about all the things yeah. you're yeah, always worrying like... about. I'm a professional worrier. You just give me something to worry about and set me loose on it, and I'll just worry about all the things. And... But I so think... you don't have to do it. I'll do it. <laughs> but mm -hmm. I think what the workshops, I think, gave us was like confidence, most of all. Because yeah. we were in this space where we were presenting something. And I think for both of us, it was the first time facilitating in any kind of... And I don't think I've ever had people listening to me, so many people, and me yeah. trying to be like, this is the idea that we're trying to do. And people were like, oh, really? You know? And so it was this really interesting space to be in. And also to be presenting something in some somewhere I've grown up, where I haven't really been part so much of the community because I've always been in school. So to kind of be in the larger circle of everything that's going on in terms of, you know, experimentation and all of that was really beautiful to be part of. So I think that, yeah. So I know that we're gearing up for a couple of more workshops maybe in the future, but there's one particular one I wanted to talk about, which is the working group workshop. Ooh. I know that I'm personally working really hard to get them to be there, but how do you guys feel? It's been... I know we're growing confident, but how do you feel prepared for this? Well, I won't be present, so... <laughs> <laughs> but... If I may say something, I think honestly, it uh, if if like the challenge is to get the people to be there, right? But if they are there, at the end of the day, you're a bunch of Oroville youth working on an awesome project, and the people of the working groups are people who love Oroville and who are engaged in Oroville. So I have like this feeling that this could go really, really beautifully. Um, I think it could really go really well. I I'm quite optimistic about it. I don't know how you guys feel, but I think. I think it's just a different sweet. gear because now mm. we're not really talking to people that before it was students or, you know, it was a volunteer. So now it's people that are really in touch with how Oroville really functions. And so I think it's we're going to have to take our whole thing to step higher to know to have taking it next level. Yeah, next level. So we have more credibility and we really need to really be sure, you know, about And we have to be ready to get a lot of feedback. A lot of feedback. Yeah. yeah. Questions. I think that honestly the reason why the workshops was such a major effort was because this was the point where we really got feedback from people and not just 
the kinds of people who are surrounding us, but people from all kinds of backgrounds, age groups, etc. Um, one worry I do have is that Orville is a very much a workshop uh, induced society, if I can call it that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm a bit worried about the carry forward. So I'm hoping that in next week's podcast, where we will be inviting a couple of the participants of our different workshops, we can hear a little bit about how it was received and if this has any future of lasting in the... And basically just see from the other side how it's been received and if there's any scope of life. And if people are not going for it, I'm sure we will come up with different ways to get them engaged. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. Adapt, overcome, improvise. <laughs> All right. Thank you, ladies. My favorite ladies. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Ciao for now. Ciao for now. Or ciao kakao. Solidarity. Solidarity.